What's going on, everybody? Here is a new episode of Bernie Talk. So how is everybody's week going so far? You've been enjoying the games. Uh, as you know, I'm a United fan, so you know I haven't. Uh, so I was going to go over a few different things about uh, the game the other day, um, a little bit about um, last week, how uh, about... Atletico and like the fake uproar about what they were doing and a bunch of things like that. But this morning I saw that Manchester United have signed a new manager, Eric Ten Hag. What does everybody think about him? I'll be honest, you know, don't know tons and tons about him. You know, I know he was at Ajax. He brought in, uh, you know, he had all those guys. He had like De Ligt. He had uh, Van de Beek. Um, you know, all those guys, the guys that went to Barcelona. So he had a bunch of young guys. They went on that run. And again, they're, they're, you know, they're from a smaller league compared to the big leagues that just spend tons and tons of money. Uh, you know, but Ajax is, is uh, a traditionally uh, very successful team. Uh, he's been successful there, you know, so he's like, a, you know, one of these like young, I don't know how young he is, but he's like a young, hip kind of, you know, wanted manager. But now, after hearing that he got um, signed by United, I was just waiting for it. I thought it would take at least a day, maybe two, but... It took maybe an hour, and, and you know, TalkSport went off on there. You know, he, he's not the answer because he came from this league. He's not the answer because he can't do that. He's not the... You know, it drives me crazy because anytime anybody or anything is... Like, literally, they could be switching light bulb companies... For the hallways, and they'd say that's the worst light bulb company I've ever I've ever seen in my life. So, you know, they're all now saying how he's not the answer. He can't do this. He can't do that. Come from a small league and all this. You know, I I just think back like you know a guy like um, Tuchel. Tuchel came from Germany, went to France, basically failed at PSG. I could care less what anybody says, but he failed. Let's just be honest. He had a team that had all like these super superstars. The league is basically a one team uh, league besides like Monaco when they were spending money, but that went down the drain. So there was no competition. He failed. I don't remember what place there are when he got fired, but then he, um, you know, he went to, or excuse me, he tried in the Champions League, failed. You know, they call Solskjaer terrible, and he actually beat Tuchel. So you look at it that way, but then as soon as they're linked to one of the, he's linked to one of the darlings of uh, England in the eyes of the reporters, Chelsea, he becomes this genius who is going to do everything and win everything. And he, you know, he can do no wrong. He, he floats when he walks. So he's perfect in their eyes. So now in walks Ten Hag. And I can almost guarantee if this guy was with any other team in England, he would be the next coming of like, I don't know, Klopp, Pep, whatever. You know what I mean? Like he'd just be like in that crew of guys. He's like, you know, 
looks the part, you know, he dresses the way he does, you know, he comes from Ajax, all the youngsters, they'd be fawning over him. But you get linked to United, it's crazy. As as soon as he got linked to United, I knew it was going to happen. It was almost so predictable. And that's what I just call lazy-ass journalism. Like, just super lazy. You know, there's no thought process. It's basically going, like, cut, paste. Who's the next guy? Cut, paste. Put it in there. Cut, paste. And, like, that's all they do. Like, there's no thought behind it. There's no, like, intelligence. It's just basically a bunch of BS. Let's do another hit job. You know, and again, United's track record right now is terrible. However, you can't now go from telling me... Six months ago, if he was linked to, say, a Madrid job or PSG or, you know, whatever, or even, you know, him at Ajax, they were fawning over him by bringing in all these youngsters. You know what I mean? Like, I remember them saying, like, if, if Tenag was still managing Van de Beek, he'd be one of the best players in the league. All right, so now you have it. Are you going to say the same thing? Or now are you going against your your dim-witted thinking and now you're gonna go no 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 he's crap now right you know what I mean so I find it kind of like completely and utterly ridiculous so and again me as a United fan I'm hoping for the best what's gonna happen I have no idea you know you'd hope that he'll do well like if they give him the the power to do it like definitely I feel will go in there and should get rid of a lot of the rot. You know what I mean? Like, I think, well, obviously, Pugba looks like he's gone, you know, because he's not going to sign a new contract, which is, I think, a good thing. Like, I think that's ran its course. I've, I always were say, I was always saying through the years when people were like, oh, you got to sell him, you got to sell him. I said, I think he can do something. But, you know, the, thing, the, 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 the project, the idea, the dream, I guess, has run its course, and I think that's over. I think... Well, Cavani's out of contract, too, and I think that's a good thing. He disappointed me because he, to me, I felt like he was like that kind of like kind of throwback player who would fight and like, you know, do whatever he needed to do. And he did for a bit. But it looks like when they brought in Ronaldo, he started pouting like a bunch of them. You know, I'll throw Rashford in there. I'll throw Martial in there. I'll throw Greenwood in there. All those guys, I felt like. As soon as, like, they almost felt like they had this, like, you know, like, interior party going on amongst the team, these four guys, and they were, like, having fun. And then as soon as they threw Ronaldo in there, who was, like, basically the alpha, they all, like, pouted, especially Cavani. I can't even remember the last time Cavani played, so that's a good thing. You know, I, I, I think he's gone. I think uh, Luke Shaw, I think... Uh, Ten Hag would be doing himself something really good if he sold uh, Luke Shaw because the guy's injured more than he's playing. You know what I mean? Like, he's constantly injured. I'm like, all right, he's playing by 50 minutes. He'll be on the floor injured, you know? And what happened this last game? 50 minutes, and he was on the floor injured. So I think that would be a good thing to sell him. Wambasaka, I think you could sell him. Uh, Let me think, whoever... This, this, oh, McGuire, McGuire, gone, please go, get rid of him, he's brutal, I'm going to get into that more in the Liverpool game when I'm talking about it, but, 
And then um, I think another one, which some people may not agree with me, but I think Rashford, he's run, its cor- he's run his course there. Ten Hag should get rid of him because the guy seems like somehow he's become untouchable in the English eyes. And it'll just undercut, I feel, everything that Ten, Ten Hag is going to try to do. He definitely, I think, will have to go. I mean, see what a lot of it seemed like a lot of teams are interested. So let's see, put up some money and let's get him gone because I think he's kind of like hit a ceiling and that's as good as he's getting. And now he's just getting worse because all he's doing is like moping and moaning all the time. And there's a few others, you know, like just the fringy kind of players like Jones and, you know, guys like that. I think that there's like a good 10 players that could go. And I know that's difficult to get rid of all those guys at one shot, but you got to definitely make a dent in that if you want to like start running, start the season off running that Ten Hag needs to do. Because if not like week one, if they don't like whoever they got to play, just blow the team out of the water. You're basically now you're going to be fighting an uphill battle with these idiots in the media, you know. So I think he'll be he'll do do a good. And again, the funniest thing, every guy I mentioned, nobody mentions in the media. They basically mention the problem is Ronaldo. Ronaldo's the only reason why they are where they are. If they weren't, God only knows what position they'd be in. He's the only shining light of that team. De Gea, I'll give you De Gea and Bruno at times, but. My God, like it's Ronaldo is what's carrying them. And again, I, I'm hoping he doesn't leave if they don't make Champions League, but I wouldn't blame him if they did because I don't know what's going on right now. And then, you know, who will they bring in? I've kept kicking around the ideas. My, my three ideal guys, like three of them, I know they need more, but I would love um, Kane, Bellingham, and Rudiger. Those three guys straight down the middle, like Kane and Ronaldo together up top, Bellingham in the midfield with Bruno, and, uh, you know, I know that everybody says Declan Rice, but, you know, whoever the guy next to him is, but those two definitely in the midfield. And then Rudiger next to Varane, I like that. And then De Gea right behind him, that's like a, a solid, like, spine of the team, like straight down the middle. If, I don't know if you guys agree, but it's, it's a strong, I feel that's like strong right there, you know? Um, so we'll see what happens with that. Now, then now carrying into the game, I don't even want to, terrible, crap, just crap. I won't, I'm not even going to like dwell too much on it, but like this goes back to why these guys got to go. It was basically a bunch of whiny babies on the field crying and moaning about like whatever that they weren't being uh like liked or loved or whatever it is and they just you could just see it that it was just junk junk you know nothing went right nobody did anything uh like you know there were there were just cones on the field basically liverpool just walked around and even in like the 90s and like 2000s when Liverpool were basically irrelevant to United, like basically irrelevant, they still put up a fight when they played them. You know, it was always tight games, 2-1, 3-2, 1-0, you know, whatever it was. You know, it was tight. It was, And to go in this season and have two games against them and get nine banged by 
United and not score one as pathetic. It's like pathetic. You see like lower division teams go there in like the FA Cup and put up a bigger fight. You see like Norwich, who's like basically relegated. They put up a better fight and get a goal. These guys, oh, I just think about, again, I don't, I hate to like keep banging this drum, but Rashford, Maguire, Lindelof, Wambasaka, like these guys, Pugba, they were useless. They looked like they didn't give a crap. They were just there. They knew they had to show up so they could get paid. And that was it. That was it. And then, like, you know, Pugba, I know people have said this, and I'm not going to disagree or agree, like, but it doesn't look good. That injury, people are calling that he faked it just to get off the field. And that's, that's, if that's true, that's pathetic. You know, I, like, my, my, my thought of him has gone down even lower. It's just that was like the epitome of garbage. Like, they just hit a, a point now where how much lower can they get? Like, how much lower? And again, like, as bad as they were, they were getting close to fourth place. But then last night, you got Arsenal uh, beating Chelsea. So that's pretty much out the window. I mean, it's a pathetic thing. These guys don't, like, they don't deserve to get paid. Like, how these guys can stand on this field and do what they did is, like, unbelievable. You saw guys like Roy Keane who, like, fought and battled and, like, just won when they weren't even supposed to win, which wasn't often, but he would just do everything in his power to win. And you looked at him, and he looked just, like, broken. Like, he was like, I don't even recognize this this whole team, club, anything anymore. You know, because it's not the same thing. It's like, I've never seen a more, like, you always get a player or two who's just, like, very pouty, babyish, you know, anywhere. You know, you get that in any walk of life. But this is, like, a group of players that I've never seen this in my entire life. I've never seen anything like this. It's, it, it's mind-boggling how, how this has happened, you know? And you got a couple guys out there trying and working, and then, you know, they're, they're leaving De Gea out there, to, like, on his own, no help. Maguire basically tripping over himself. And, like, then you, then you throw Phil Jones in the mix. I'm like, surprised he didn't hurt one of his own players. You know, you have Lindelof, who's weak, and, like, he, he, he's not the answer back there. Wambasaka. How this guy has gotten to where he's gotten and can't cross the ball is mind-boggling. You know, so you, you saw the lineup before the Liverpool game, and you're like, okay, this could be bad. But you didn't think it was going to be that bad. I mean, it was brutal. You know, and then, um, you know, I read articles of, uh, you know, how the manager was praising uh, Hannibal when he came on. And I give him credit, you know. Fighting, working, you know, he looked like he was pissed off that this was such a disgrace. And you give a guy like that credit, you know, and, and, you know, if I was the other guys, I'd be backing him up. But they're such like little babies that they didn't do anything, you know. So the one shining light, if there was one, was that Hannibal that he kind of stood up for himself and like, you know, 
fought Liverpool, even though if it was on his own. So, again, back to what I was saying, this Tenag's got a lot of decisions to make, and I hope he gets rid of a lot of this dead weight, just just bad, just, just, just terrible underlying junk that's at this team. And it's got to get like, it's like got spring cleaning written all over it, but it's going to be in the summer. So, I mean, you know, so take it for what it is. But I think um, he's going to have to do a lot, a lot of uh, behind the scenes stuff in order to get this thing going. But hey, hopefully he can do it, get rid of some of this useless junk that's there. And because they've been there way too long and bring in some new guys. So we'll see what happens with that, you know, uh, see what kind of stuff is coming out of United and like the uh, manager, the new manager, and see, see how it goes. Hoping for the best, but <laughs> I've been hoping for the best since Ferguson left, so we'll see where that takes us. Um, you know, then another thing, I didn't get into it last time really, but, you know, when Atletico played City, there was this outrage of how they played. They were the dirtiest thing they've ever seen. Uh, Simeone should be banned. Uh, you know, that's not the way to play, you know. First of all, they didn't do anything that they're saying, you know. So, you know, they're not, again, should they play more offensively? Yeah. However, when did it become this, like, horrendous thing to play physical, you know? I think what's more cheating is when, like, Foden was off the field and he rolled onto the field that he was injured, but he was injured off the field and he rolled on the field so, to waste time. That's BS cheating. You know, this thing that Atletico, they're right in your face. They don't, they don't hide what they are. You know, and again, most of all the media was, like, falling over themselves, grabbing their pearls, so to speak, you know, Oh my God, I can't believe it, right? However, all but one, Jason Cundy, didn't. And to me, here's why. He had the number one guy back in the day that was all about this kind of stuff was Mourinho. Whether it was cutting up the field when Barcelona was coming, doing like rough tackles, like being physical. He... He knows that you can win games like that. These other guys, all when Mourinho came into the league, they were falling over themselves to try to be his friend. But now, because the shiny new toy is there in Guardiola, now that type of soccer, oh, God forbid, don't do that because the Pied Piper told you that it's no good, so it can't be good. I liked it. And I I wish they got more offensive because they could have won that game. They could have won that. The way they were, they were knocking... City off their game because they don't like it. Guardiola doesn't like it. All the little minions don't like it. I loved it. But they didn't try to get offensive. And it's weird because they have uh, Griezmann. They have Felix. They have a few other guys. But they don't let them go. If anything, why not just say, look, guys, you guys get up there, attack. We'll do, the, we'll do all the dirty work. Try to get a goal. And they could have done very well. So I hate this like uh, holier-than-thou attitude by these guys that now to play like... And again, I go back to Hannibal too. That's the same thing. He was playing hard, rough, physical, nothing dirty. 
You know, again, like maybe once in a while, Atletico get a little out of hand, but that's just the personality of Simeone. But is what's worse, that or this BS nonsense of like Foden laying off the field and then he knows he can waste some time so he rolls onto the field? If you're that injured, stay off the field. Don't be a jerk off, right? You know what I mean? So one one isn't like gone. You can't say one is okay and one's not. They're both. If you consider playing rough cheating or whatever, but it's not like so. That's actually legal. There's nothing wrong with that. You may not like it. It may not be the hip thing to do, but there's nothing illegal or wrong with it. So I find this a little bit rich that like you know the guys who are cheating and you got you got. Uh, you know, Fernandinho, anytime he loses the ball, he jumps in front of somebody and puts his arms up like he didn't do anything, you know, and a bunch of these other guys doing the same thing. And, you, you know, you have uh, Guardiola coming out saying how horrible it is. And I know it's because he doesn't like Simeone. Simeone is basically the anti-Guardiola. You know, he's, he's, he's super rough. You know, is not so worried about like being like presentable to the media. You know, he doesn't like want and and like beg for attention because you know this stuff Guardiola does in the media or on the sidelines. He's just begging, begging for attention. You know what I mean? Like he's like the dude that's walking around like just looking for the attention instead of knowing that he's what he is and he's confident in himself. You know, I don't care what anybody says. This this Guardiola facade is a bunch of BS. Like, you know, I think that, like, I wish Simeone would have just gotten a little bit daring and got a little bit more, you know, adventurous and tried to score a goal. You know, because then it would have been a whole different story. Because then, even though all these idiots in the media were yelling and complaining about being rough, he would have been like, so what, I won. But it's difficult to have that argument if you didn't win and you didn't really put in any offensive, you know, power to anything. You know, you just kind of just defended, defended. So it's a difficult argument to have if you don't win. However, I find it just like very, very, you know, one one sided, single minded, however you want to talk about it, that like they they just basically like, you know, crap on. Simeone and just praise the, you know, whoever plays out of the back and, you know, tries to do this, that, and the other, you know. So it's, it's, a, it's a BS thing because they loved Mourinho, you know, and he was, you know, I mean, I know that they played at times nice with some of the players that they had, but he was very defensive-minded, but they loved him. But, you know... Simeone is kind of that like rough around the edges guy. He's not really friendly with the media. So, you know, they can't have him. So I think it's kind of nonsense. And again, I would have loved to have seen what he could have done at United. But, you know, he's staying at Atletico or maybe he's going somewhere else. But I think that uh, it's very lazy journalism when these guys just basically just say how it was dirty. And they don't mention the fact of all the little cheating crap that city do so i mean we'll see we'll see what happens now because uh you know city have madrid and you know who i'll be rooting for madrid you know we'll see what they can do will uh guardiola outthink himself again as he does really in any 
uh, big game. You know, will he out? Will he outthink himself again? Put like De Bruyne in the center of the defense, or you know, whatever. We'll see what happens. I'm hoping for a great win by Madrid. I'm hoping for a Benzema hat trick again. Vinicius Jr. to score. Run the run those guys on the outside ragged. Modric to do his thing. Because I think, you know, that they're, you know, if you look at the midfield, they're always saying how great cities is. Modric right now is still one of the best players in the midfield. I don't care what anybody says, how old he is. This, that. If anybody saw that pass he did in the last game, it was awesome. So, you know, I'll be rooting for Madrid, and hopefully I'll have a good story to tell about how he reacted that after they won the next time, uh, or not the next time, but when I talk about the game on uh, one of my future podcasts. Now, to finish off, I was thinking about this. Who are some of the best team, like, they had to have a run of uh, seasons, but who are the best, like, dynasty-type teams in your eyes? You know, you have tons of them. You have, uh, you know, the Milan team with all the Dutch players and, uh, you know, the Italians that were there, Maldini, Baresi, Gullit, Van Basten, Rijkaard, you know, that whole crew. Um, you know, was that one of the best ones? Like that was, they won some amazing, amazing um, trophies. You know, you also have uh, Barcelona's team with Iniesta, Messi, Xavi, all those guys. That They had a good run. Not as long maybe as the Milan one, but it was a good run too. Uh, or you have like the Madrid teams, you know, not even the present ones, but the, the old ones, you know, again, like of, uh, of De Stefano. And, you know, I'm half Hungarian, so, you know, I got to throw in Pushkash, right? Was that one of the best? That they won so many champions. Well, back then, the European Cup. Could that be one of the best um, teams? You know, and then you have, and I hate to say, you know, the 70s, 80s, uh, Liverpool. You know, there's another one. Um, then there's other, or I'm leaving one but you know why. Uh, you know, you have other ones that maybe didn't last as long, but were just as great. You know, the 60s uh, Celtic teams. Or how about like the 70s Ajax teams or Bayern Munichs. Then you also have, uh, you know, some that were not as long as well of like, a, like in the 87, uh, the Aston Villa. You know, they won. Uh, and then what about the longevity of United from like the early nineties into when uh, Ferguson retired, just constantly winning every year, winning a trophy, you know, all the time. So yeah, and I'm sure I forgot tons and people are going, listen to me right now, like idiot, you forgot this team, you forgot that team. And that's what makes this fun. Like I love to hear other people's thoughts about who they think. And of course I'm have my opinion. Of course. But that's all right, you know, so you can yell at me if you want. Um, those, that's, that's some great teams. I'd love to hear what you guys think. If you want to, you know, leave a message uh, on the Instagram, Cuddy Soccer, or uh, email us at CuddySoccer at gmail.com. We're going to be setting up some other social media pages that you guys can go to as well. So I hope you guys enjoyed the latest episode of Bernie Talk. Um, you know, if you liked it, if you didn't like it, let me know. 
Uh, and again, thank you for all the support. And we'll be back again soon with another episode of Bernie Talk. Have an amazing day, guys.